1973, an Australian government cartographer was reported to have seen a bizarre phenomenon deep in the heart of the continent nation. According to the cartographer's account, they witnessed a large unknown object hovering directly above what had been known as the Joint Defense Space Research Facility. The object appeared to have been dull gray in color and was observed to be parked at an estimated 1,000 feet above the facility. For nearly 40 minutes, the object seemed to project different colored shafts of light down into the base until finally making a number of rapid oscillations and launching vertically and disappearing into the sky. Located just 18 kilometers southwest of the city of Alice Springs, the top-secret U.S. military base that was the alleged ground zero for this UFO report is also reported to facilitate clandestine government operations throughout the Eastern Hemisphere. This case file joined the theorists as they go on a walkabout through the Australian bush to the secret base known to the public as Pine Gap. G'day, mates, and welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 139, Pine Gap. I'm Braden. I'm Zo. I'm Dan. And I'm the Tiger Aussie. He's an expert <laughs> in everything Australian. It's Byron. Our cracking beers. <laughs> cracking beers. Our uh, Australian correspondent. Back That's in action. It. He's finally got off his ass playing Apex and decided to come in for a podcast. Do something different, I thought, hey? <laughs> Mix it up a little bit. <laughs> Let that uh, um, bum groove rise again. Yeah, get, oh, yeah. Get a new chair. It's a tough one. Did um, Should we do the meat right away, Zell? God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Or should we do that at the end of the show? Yeah, do it at the end of the show. End of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, then why don't we start with a little... Space News! Making it up. (laughs) All right, first off, uh, they're filming a movie in space. Yeah, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Tom Um, Cruise. Tom Cruise and NASA have announced that there's plans to shoot uh, uh, some sort of movie, a filmed movie with a real, like, at the ISS. So, um... I don't know. Really, yeah, what? What? What are the there's details not much about it? Yeah, it just said that. Yeah, he's he's going to fucking space to shoot a movie. Uh, that might be like he's going to go for like one. Like, how long is he going to be on the space station? Doesn't say yet. I think it's. I think I don't know, but early reports is I think it's cocktails too. <laughs> the movie. Yeah, just, that makes sense. He's just doing sequels <laughs> to everything. Yeah. Yeah. In space, cocktails too. How you gonna run in space, Tom? How are you going to run in space? In the only reason we go to movies is to watch Tom Cruise run. I could like it. Risky business too. In space. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, shit. We can only Realistically, hope. it's got to be a Mission Impossible thing, right? Oh, it has to be. Probably. What is it? Mission Impossible 7? Yeah. Five? Five. No. Five. Six? I don't know. I haven't seen the last couple. But like, my here's my thing. I'm like... 
Okay, I know there's like, you know, that people are going to be like, well, any stunt you can die. And I know Tom Cruise does a bunch of his stunts, but like what exciting shot can you make in space where you're not like, well, there's a chance you destroying the whole fucking space station. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like what shot can we honestly expect? Can we like some, like some gravity fight scene? I'm just Dude, saying I a, don't think it'll fight be that in space exciting. Would be terrible. Yeah, it'll be like the worst. boring. So I don't know, but that's uh, exciting. Anyways, the first movie ever shot in space coming up. Crazy. What else we got, Zell? We got incredibly new photos of our lonely little world from the Light Sail Two. Light Sail is a ex- like exper- experimentary spacecraft using pretty much solar wind to accelerate through space pretty much and no do we get the if you're watching the live stream i think we got the of one of the photos pretty cool yeah. photo so that's uh Boom. from the light sail two shooting back checking out at sales flat look at that disc that's a saucer Definitely if i've flat. ever seen it that's a fucking disc 100 percent. can't tell me there's nothing there just a disc where the other land masses are on that disc i don't know yeah, you can only it's the it's just the right type of lens that you just you can't really see everything on the disc. It's a it's a new type of lens. It's not a telephoto or a fisheye. It's some other. It's a disappearing lens. Flattening lens. Flattening lens. Yeah. <laughs> Smushes it out. Yeah, smooths those curves. <laughs> Takes out that extra dimension that everybody's always yeah. worried about. Fuck, I'm it's the same the camera cover. that uh, I do photo shoots with. That's it. Smooths out those curves, baby. Makes mm-hmm. you nice and flat. All right, let's get into it. Australia's. Do they call it Australia? Is this called Australia's Roswell? I think it's Australia's Area 51. Area 51. Area 51. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, that's very fitting. Let's get in. What is Pine Gap? First off, shitty name for a base. Pine <laughs> Gap. Byron, first Australia question. How many pine trees do you have in Australia? Fucking heaps. That is a really good question. I am wondering. <laughs> Absolutely heaps. No is native it? ones, uh, but they're shitloads because obviously for um, logging. Oh, okay. So you and, guys are planting And pines. also like with the colonists coming over, wanting to look more like home and opposed to just gum trees kicking around everywhere. Oh, so they have invasive pine trees. Oh, yeah. gum trees are pine trees? No, gum trees are eucalyptus. Okay. Pine trees are your pine trees. Standard <laughs> softwood lumber, baby. Pine trees. Brought them over yes. and they so set we up shop over in Australia. Yeah, there's fucking heaps of okay. like um, pine plantations kicking around because it's great for building with. Easy grows real quick, nice and straight. It does get really dry though. In the, summer, in the hot weather. Just saying. That Australia could be conspiracy on the, uh, the pine. Think about yeah. all those pine Explode needles dropping. into flames. Fire hazard, baby. That's what those That's why we are. fucking burn all the time. Yeah. So what is Pine Gap? <laughs> I'm going to show you where Pine Gap is first. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere in Australia. Close to Australia in is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> in itself in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's in the dead center at a near a place called Alice Springs. If you're watching the live stream, I got it on Google... Let's do some fancy stuff here. Oh, shit. Northern Gap. Territory. Boom, Northern. Boom. Hold on, hold on. Slow down it for a second. Yeah. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. Oh, reverse enhance. Enhance. Shh. Enhance. 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 Shh. There it is, all smoothed out. 
clear it Enhance. out. Oh, damn, I feel like I'm on an episode of 24 here. Enhance. <laughs> Zoom in. Zoom in. Enhance. There's, there we go. If you're watching live stream, there's uh, there's Pine Gap. It, it's a nice looking base, actually. First off, okay, my first thoughts, nice looking base. Is that a fucking pool? Can we enhance over there? Right hand side. <laughs> so, right enhancing. There? Enhancing. It's a goddamn pool. It's a goddamn <laughs> it pool. It's a Tennis courts? Pool. Yeah, this it's actually just, it's got. Uh, it should be a baseball. I think there, there's a baseball diamond on there as well somewhere. No, there's a baseball diamond in Alice Springs. I read. I don't oh. know if there's one on. So if on, you're if you can't place. see the live stream, I'll describe it to you. It's a base in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of white domes, which I guess two, four, six, thirteen fucking domes, <laughs> six big ones, a bunch of small ones, but. Uh, they say they, those are they look like radar domes. So, and from my understanding, this is a not just an Australian. It's not just a base in Australia, like Australian base. This is a joint venture between the Australian government and the United States government. Yep, that is correct. I believe part of the treaty between Australia and uh, the states. Yeah, it's pretty much. I think it's been operating since about like the early seventies, and ever since then, it's been a base shrouded. In mystery, connections of UFOs, worldwide surveillance, and a bunch of theories that I don't know. You could just make up and just go with it. But there's some there is some <laughs> cool stuff with it. But we're gonna go we're gonna go through some of the the most known, I guess, the, the biggest myths or the biggest theories. Let's start with uh, let's start with one. So a lot of people say that Pine Gap is used to control and navigate drones in and out of countries where the United States is not currently at war with, but they have, Dan, what'd you call it? Oh, what? Extrajudicial assassinations? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Extrajudicial <laughs> executions. A f- fancy way to say something illegal. We'd call it dodgy shit. <laughs> dodgy shit. I think most of the world would probably call it war crimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, it's... Uh, <laughs> This is when they think that because like from one of the documentaries I read is that this base, it like basically intercepts like all data on the Southern hemisphere. So they like can track cell phones and, and every like think like I think in my head, like NSA shit, but on steroids. And they basically use this information to target individuals and then send out their drones that are controlled from the United States to basically take out people. And without ever like, you know, under the guise of no one knowing where they got this information or what hit them or what struck them. Real, what'd you call it, Byron? Dodgy Dodgy shit. shit. Real dodgy shit. Real dodgy shit. That's a technical term. Of course. So that dodgy shit was really made apparent when like Snowden made a bunch of his claims back in 2013. That's where the NSA stuff comes from. So ever since then... That like the mystery of Pine Gap has kind of been pushed into the public domain more before. I guess no one really, the government of Australia never really admitted what it was, right? Not until recently. Well, it was originally like a uh, space defense, like a defense space was how it was labeled early on. And now it's like a just a, a satellite surveillance is what it's. Yeah, like originally, I think it was installed in the 70s. So what's that peak? That's like prime Cold War. Cold War, yeah. So for like intercontinental, like ballistic missiles, like a, like in Canada and like Alaska, there's like NORAD system for like 
tracking the missiles across from Russia. I guess this was something similar back in that in the day. So that's how it started. And then in more recent times, been used more as a tool of surveillance, global surveillance, pretty much on the whole southern, pretty much the other side of the world. The whole other side of the world, this thing is pretty much tracking. So goes the claims from Snowden. Yeah, like the claims that I had read and stuff is that basically any like digital signals that are sent basically in the southern hemisphere. And they have, I guess, a another base somewhere in England that catches the northern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. But basically between these two bases, they collect like any wireless signal being sent, broadcasted. They see it all. And it goes through these bases and filtered and spied on. So all your... All your snaps that you're sending. <laughs> all those hey, dick pics. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to be blackmailed. <laughs> yeah. That's like the main theory. If you Google Pine Gap, that's the main theory that this thing is a like a satellite information hub used for military intelligence. And So do you, is it just one of those things where it's, it's just in such a good location? Like that's why they chose Australia? Like not so much they're like, oh, we need a base in the middle of fucking nowhere, Australia, but they're like, this will be perfect to cover the Southern hemisphere. If that is in fact, what they're doing is collecting all this digital data that's flowing through. Yeah. I think the location of being in the middle of the desert, probably you probably have limited, you know, like radio frequency interference. Cause there's like, there's that place in the States too, which is a completely radio dark zone. Dan, do you you know what that is? I just came up top of my head. It's like in the Northeast, there's this big square in the Northeast where everyone who lives in town has access to like all like broadband internet and everything, but no wireless, no cell phones. Everything's landlined. So it has to do, mm, that one has to do with radio telescopes or something. See, but that's, the that's other thing with Pine Gap say. too, like from looking at those pictures, it doesn't look like there's any kind of like landing strip or anything like that. Cause I had read that maybe it's like a experimental like air base or something, but it's kind of hard to have that if you're not having you, we would see some giant runways. Boom, and that's where we're going to go next. But, yeah, so in the middle, <laughs> another thing I read about the position of Pine Gap is that it didn't make sense to me, but there's these certain satellites, and I guess that position ends up picking up way more satellites in that side of the planet, so it seems like the ideal place to put something like that. And it makes sense if you look at all those domes that are on there. So it's definitely used for some type of communications. Yeah, so Zell, most likely what you're referring to is the National Radio Quiet Zone, which is like a 13 square miles uh, near the border of between Virginia and West Virginia. Yeah, and like everyone who lives there, I think it's for like radio telescopes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's but, a lot, there, there's a couple of really nice radio telescopes up through there. But I'd imagine if like if you wanted to collect as much wireless data as possible, you'd want to get away from as much interference as you could. So I'm probably sticking it in sure. the middle of buckfuck nowhere. Plus, no one gives yeah. a shit noz either. So <laughs> put it there and no one's going to hassle you and come up and say, hey, mate, what's going on over there? Gonna be what like, are the Whatever. odds of having, like, you know, the storm area 51? What are the odds Australians rallying and doing a storm pine? They did. Like there zero? was, there they was did last a year. group of, uh, prior to that, I can't remember the date, but there was a group of indigenous women um, that had a silent protest and they were there for I think almost a week um, and it was just solely women and they went to the gates and just sat there and did nothing but that was their protest well yeah there's been multiple protests about dude I'm just saying I'm just saying if you're like I'm all for 
you know, nonviolent protests, but like as the people like you're against protesting, like that would be the bad, like, you know what I mean? If like, say I owned a business and there was protesters and all they did was just sat quietly outside in protest of like what I was doing, I'd be like, all right, cool, sweet. Whatever. <laughs> Are you talking about Noted. those four guys, Zell, um, that stormed it and actually ran in? Well, yeah, there's a, there's been multiple times people have, in, in like protest have gone there to like say like they're against the war crimes and Australia is complicit in what's going on and it should be, they're trying to bring awareness. But what, I, what Braden said, storm area 51. And there was a small movement of storm pine gap that was going on at the same time, but it never got viral attention. Like the storm area 51, <laughs> mainly because no one could get to pine gap. If you tried. <laughs> Like Area 51 is on like a main road. You can like drive and like you can drive right past it. Pine Gap's a yeah, one, you're what? one you're way two in. two hours from Vegas. In Pine Gap's Vegas. a one way in. Alice Springs, I've personally been there. It sucked. It's a, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've never been to a place in my life where there are so many flies. I was just about to say the fucking flies would have been everywhere. Dude, I went on a trek around there, like the giant rock, Uluru. Uluru, yep. Which is there, like sacred. It's like a the biggest granite boulder in the in the world it's huge it's like 40 stories high and like there's nothing else around it too like it's nothing else flat desert and this rock. giant rock but when i was there in alice springs and surrounding area the flies were so bad i had to buy myself a head net because if soon as you like if you stopped moving your hands and shit they would get into your eyeballs and drink straight out of your eye like just like we've suck i think it. we've spoken about this on the podcast before and I, I don't know if you put the photo up if not zell um but it, it is oh like i think i remember the that the bastards too. are everywhere like they're all over your back and they are, they're after moisture cuz it's dry shit out there so like zell was saying they get into the corner of your mouth like your everywhere eyeballs, just anywhere oh! that there's moisture and um there's some pretty disturbing photos of them just like thick as shit and like yeah there and that's why you see the, like the old um the big wide brim full hat with the wine corks hanging down to try and distract her, but they don't give a shit about that. So a lot of the times you need like a full mozzie net. Um, yeah, mosquito net, exactly sorry, what I had over the head to uh, try. And so stop what you're them. saying is like it would be a fruitless venture anyways because you would be getting. Oh, you'd be before you even off. got there, you'd be getting destroyed by the heat. Yeah. And then destroyed by the bugs. Yeah, you don't need guns and shit to bloody feed people off. They'll piss off because of the. Okay, flaws. here it is. Here's a couple of pictures. This is, it looks like it's either a horse or a camel. Well, it's a cam- it's actually a camel. So that's just, that's a oh. small amount of flies. Now imagine that. So this camel has about, I don't know, 500 flies on his, just put around his eyeball. Now imagine that's a human, same thing. And look at this. This is someone wearing, it looks like, is that somebody? I can't uh, even tell. There's so many flies on this, whatever this is. Anyways. How do they live out there? Dude, this is the best place for a base ever. <laughs> Just put a, it's a fly infested wasteland. It's that's insane. That's too many flies. Anyways, there's no way. So, well, so but four guys stormed it, and again, we're not promoting don't storm military bases. It's always going to be a bad idea. <laughs> People have just got in in protest. Yeah. You're not going to have a good time. And listen, and if you're not in like a group of like a million people, you're probably going to get shot to death. So don't do it. We're not condoning that. Bad idea. I mean, this base maybe is a little different than Area 51 as is it's actually on Google Earth. You can actually see the buildings. And so it's not quite a secret. And like they weren't developing experimental aircraft or UFOs or whatever they were doing the other one, but that we know of that we know of. 
Uh, but that brings us to a little UFOs. Another like super well-known story. Maybe the only big well-known story is on December 22nd, a group of three men returning from a hunt witnessed what they thought was like a hidden door open up near this base and a UFO <laughs> came out and then hovered there for a bit. Hovered oh, without like sound. A spaceship, not a per I was just imagining like a little UFO like opening a door and be like, Good eye mates. And they're like, ah, where'd you come from? And then you just slowly shutting the door. So no, no okay. I like a under like, like an underground hangar door. Yeah, like a hangar door, like a like okay. they say they have that hidden door at Area 51 that Bob Lazar claims. Yeah. You can't really see it, it's on the side of the mountain. Supposedly these guys said that they seen it. It hovered there for a bit and then suddenly shot upward at like a Ridiculous pace as UFOs usually do. And that's pretty much the only account of that. But by the time they looked back after watching this thing take off, that door had disappeared again and closed up and they couldn't see where it was. And they totally lost it. So they're like lightning close. Where did this come from? Which could explain like the if you look if you look back or when you're looking at the um image on it, there is like a lot of um ridges and cliffs or sort of around Pine Gap. So it could be that there is no, when you zoom out, like in that upper, even to the north or the south, like on that ridge, that could be your takeoff, um, your airstrip underground. Well, yeah, well that, it, by that it, account, did it say like it was the side of a cliff or was it like out of the ground? Yeah. Right? Like did, did the bays open like into a, you know what I mean? Like a, like the ground move. So maybe it's like rocks and stuff on top of a platform that could, opens yeah. and then Just, the space shoots up out. Yeah, the way they do it, or say it is, it's a hidden door camouflage in the natural surrounding terrain. So I, I would be guessing that it would it would have to be in some type of hillside or slope of some unless kind. it's propelling straight out. Oh, so just like like on the ground, like perfect, not on the cliff, just opens up, right? And it's just, like a missile, like a like a yeah. missile silo, silo, silo yeah. yeah. But it's got like some dirt debris like cover on the top. Maybe. I mean, that'd be easier to close it faster, probably, yeah. <laughs> rather than having like a a door made of like solid rock and something. I'm just saying. Here's here's my other question about that. Where's our door? Where's our like trap door technology at? Are we at that level yet? I know the military is always ten years ahead of us, or what they say. But like, well, I've never seen a door shut that fast, like an automatic door in my life, unless it's broken and it comes plummeting <laughs> down. Well, there is no no by choice. Well, it, it, there's a reason you don't see those doors because people would die. But yeah, there's no there's but no you, there's no reason that we couldn't use like actuators and like hydraulics to have a door close incredibly fast. That would if you got in the way though, you would lose your leg or your head or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying I've never seen a door like outside of a movie close that fast, an automated, like some sort of automated like garage door, hangar door, ever. No, but that doesn't mean we couldn't do it. If you're saying that technology's out there, that blows my mind. Well, actuators <laughs> and stuff, like that stuff goes instant, open and close. You know, you know those, you know what I'm talking about. Now, if you scale that up to be able to close like a steel door, yeah, but that's a lot of weight, dude. To scale it up, I think's the dude, issue. They fucking Carbon make fiber. She's got. They fucking make tanks and shit roll around no problem at seventy miles an hour. Yeah, what? dude, but a tank's a tank. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking bay do doors here. Door. Yeah. You're saying you're just saying it's so heavy. I'm just saying we can make heavy stuff move fast. There's no reason you can make you just scale up and have a but door. But they would hammer into each other. Like I listen, 
I don't like think... the mechanics of a fast moving door. I Have think that's the most unbelievable part cupboards? of this story. Now it doesn't it's like it... soft closing cupboards. Like, uh... yeah, it doesn't say it Ooh, moves lightning fast. It just that. says it moves fast <laughs> enough that when they looked back down after they watched the UFO hover, it was closed. It doesn't okay, say it closed so in one second UFOs or half hovered, a second. Is there, is there any time account of how long this thing hovered? Moments, it says. I'm moments. guessing at least a minute or two. Okay, so moments. Looking at your mate, going, know. "What the fuck?" Moments yeah, like I twenty tripping? seconds. Did you see pass. that? Do we like? Is it are we good? And then you look back and realize. I'll go. Oh, fuck, I'll go so. twenty to twenty to forty seconds is a moment. I wonder if there's some sort of like if there's if there's ever been like someone's like a moment is this long, but I think twenty to forty seconds is a moment. So like that's a that's enough time for a door to shut. But maybe it's not even that big. Maybe it doesn't need to be that big. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't say it's like hundreds of feet. It says like housed a flying saucer, like a disc disc shaped mm. craft. Yeah. Moment is technically 90 seconds. <laughs> oh, oh so, yeah, that's oh, a lot now, of time. You can close some big dude, doors in 90 we've seconds. Opened up, we've opened up any type of technology to close any type of door in 90 seconds. Tell you what, no matter how big. Yeah. It could be made out of solid granite. You can close that motherfucker in 90 seconds. <laughs> I'm just thinking right now, imagine you were at like one of those big shipping yards. And you know when they got those big doors that open on their big warehouses? And they're really those slow rolling doors. You know how impressed you would be if you were just walking and all of a sudden you hear this like, and the door just was like, open completely. You'd be like, holy shit, is that safe? Are they allowed to do that? That's exactly what you would say. Surprise, motherfucker. Then you'd be worried walking through any other doorway in that place for fear of getting crunched by this fast closing door. Hammered. But that's an interesting story. I mean, hovered, shot straight up. So... And that's right around the Pine Gap area? Yep, right around. That's not the only count of mystery doors either, though. Wasn't there not the cops? Yeah, there's not. that's not the only UFO. That's just the one that everyone reports. But oh, with trapdoors, too. Yeah, are you talking about the... So there's also something called... They call it a bathtub-shaped craft. And it was in 1980, and it was two police officers, and they're actually part, like searching for a missing child and they were covering the area alongside Pine Gap when they a door a camouflage camouflage door opened in front of them is what they said so the similar very similar story it doesn't it doesn't say disc shaped craft it says bathtub shaped so and then there's a cigar one that came out as well at the end there was a couple of bathtub shaped um UFOs that popped out and then a cigar shaped one follow them, and then they all took off. Yeah, and then at this one, though, another, something even more unbelievable happens. A dark hole appeared from nowhere in the hills that surround the facility, and the strange objects entered the opening and then disappeared. Straight to Mars. Boom. Stargate. Shipgate. Hmm. So a, a door opened, and then this thing just disappeared as soon as it crossed the threshold. Well, the door opened. Just, door, came door out. Door opened, and, and then, then a black portal. A portal opened in the hillsides. What these two police officers said. Oh, uh, okay. And then the, cr- oh, the craft portal. flew into the dark hole. Hole. Well, I'm saying it's a portal. It's got to be. What else can it be? Boop. Gone. Okay. Well, here's my thoughts on that. My thoughts are less likely that there's just a portal that opens in Australia, and more likely that they witness this sh- way this UFO travels and this chip opened the portal. And it just happened. They just happened to catch that. I'm saying that ship could have opened a portal anywhere. Yeah, that and that's how more, it travels. More likely. 
Oh, so it, right? it, the ship itself shot the portal technology and just yeah blipped away. It's, yeah, it's Rick Sanchez kind of portal gun tech. Portal gun tech, right? And that's because I was like, because you know what I mean. Like if that if that uh, is on the hillside there, and they saw it, people could like you could wait it out and see it again. So it makes more sense to me that it's the ship. The ship flew out, and they just happened to see it. Like, oh, it didn't. They could have done it in the sky, and it just happened to do it on the rock or whatever. I don't know if it needs a like an actual physical surface to like open the mod, but that would be yeah. my that would be my conclusion to this whatever craft this was. I like the tech. Yeah. Right, because we always they always talk about like these ships, tra- you know, traveling in water, and you know, not adhering to like our laws of physics and stuff. So. That would be that's my guess on that story. Maybe those are only two the only two well known accounts of a trap door or mysterious door in a craft. But just beyond the ridges of Pine Gap. So maybe there's a little more you know, maybe Pine Gap is uh what am I trying to say? Maybe it's also Maybe it's a bit more below the surface than what we can see. Maybe there's Hold on, before else we there. get into that, before we get into that, let's take a quick beer break. Yeah, let's take a quick beer break. We'll I don't need a refreshment. Right back, everybody. Booyah. Full. Full. Uh, all right, so what's uh, what's underground here, Pine Gap? What are we talking about here? I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> tell me there... two things, Dan. Tell me at least two, two, maybe things. three. If there's one place, okay, that is perhaps the most inhospitable to humans, it would probably be the middle of fucking Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fair hot. assessment. There's no water. Uh, it's infested with flies. But what I do know is there are certain animals that do thrive in what would be seen as hot inhospitable uh. well you know water you know water scarce environments that are infested with flies you know what does lizards <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying oh. is lizard people mm-hmm. alien spaceships lizard people inhospitable to humans perfect place to set up shop and maybe maybe it's even a joint venture you got reptilians Australians and Americans all in on whatever shenanigans are going on over there. Well, you know, if you're if we're if we've talked about the Dulce base and stuff, if we're believed if we're led to believe that there's some joint venture going on there with aliens and UFOs, uh, you know, at level eight, why not at other strategic bases around the world, especially ones uh, place here that are picking up information? Like, you think that would be also valuable to, um, and you know what? alien race that would be on earth they would want like to have a be sitting on like all the data that's traveling around earth like you know what i mean to be able to pick that up it would make sense to me so why not especially like you said dan if it's hot if we do have reptilians why not what what better place yeah i mean it's 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 hot as the fucking core of the earth where they live so (laughs) they wouldn't have to worry about it too much if uh what the, some of the allegations are true is that they have a five mile <laughs> like a five mile deep base underneath Pine Gap. Five miles deep. 
five miles deep. Jesus. With uh, facilities that radiate out from the center, like spokes on a wheel, I guess is what the thing. So it's, a, it's basically, what the fuck was it? Raccoon City? Like in the oh, Resident Evil movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does it just spin them? Oh, it's just built under, and that's just so a huge facility underground. Right. Powered by a nuclear reactor. As well as buried underneath it are some sort of like ultra low frequency disks of some sort. That's one so of the other nuclear reactor to refuel the reptilian spaceships. There you go. What else you like? What else is a nuclear reactor produces a lot of power? So where's that power going? It doesn't come out of the ground in power lines, as far as uh. Well, I mean, I I can't trust Google Maps completely. It could be scrubbed. But you know what? The other thing is. I like this, and it makes a lot of sense to me because the parking lot at Pine Gap is suspiciously big. And on, for, I don't know if you guys have heard of the town called Cooper Pedy in wait. WA. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yes, I have. Town names? Yes, you guys I heard have one hundred percent heard of that town. So I say the name, no, Dan, without really. having Byron say it again. What was the name again? <laughs> Tukapedi. <laughs> I don't remember it. Starts with a K. I guarantee nobody but Byron has ever heard of that town. It's like yeah. that town fucking Humpty Doo we talked about that one time. Yeah. Which is also legit. What's it um, called again? Cooper Pity. Cooper Pity. It's actually a uh, pearl, um, no, sorry, opal mining town in WA. And it's so bloody hot out there in summer. And then it gets cold overnight in the winter that they live underground. Oh, so the whole town yeah. is built underground in order to live in that climate. So having something built in Alice Springs, like in Northern Territory, just as bloody hot, it makes sense for the humans to, you know, work in a decent bloody climate without having the AC running and just as they do in Cooper Pedy. So that could be Interesting. legit living underground for sure. Oh, yeah, I've seen this on a documentary. I just It just came back to me when you said under like, – it's legit. It's like dug into like some type of like sandstone. These people dig their houses, and then the temperature is always relatively constant. Mm-hmm. So, is is sandstone the primarily like? Is that what it primarily is out there in the I, desert? I, so, I, I I couldn't tell you. Exa- I couldn't tell you what mineral is. I know there's a lot of ore out there. Um, Did you even live there? Me, fuck no. It's too hot. Man. <laughs> I've never been there. Because that place. that leads like like makes a lot more sense then because then I could 100% get on board with some underground base. And if this space has been around since the Cold War, it's not like they just stopped building it. So you could just be continually building. And over the last, think about how big it could be if it's been, they've been nonstop construction from now till, you know, back when it first opened in the Cold War. Well, they're saying that the size of this base has actually doubled since operate, like since it, first opened up. Yeah. Uh, originally, there was 400 people recorded, uh, employees at Pine Gap, and both split between Americans and Australians predominantly. Um, and now it's estimated that there's about 800 uh, Americans and Australians still working at Pine Gap at current. And how many lizard people? I think there was... 340? It's I a, can't remember. No, it's a five mile deep base. Think how many people you could fucking get down there. How many, how many, many lizards? Lizard what people? is that? What, how many kilometers sure. is that? Five. That's five like nine kilometers on. almost. That's a big base. Eight and a half kilometers? I don't know. Still a big base. Deep. And down. Yeah, that's 9, crazy. 9,000 meters deep. 
Dude, all, you're almost at the bottom of the disc at that point. That's like Mount Everest. Because <laughs> on the other side of the disc. <laughs> Dude, that's Mount Everest. You're you're at Mount Everest depths. <laughs> like you could stick Mount Everest in the fucking if you if it was big enough. But like the depth is is Mount Everest is like nine thousand something meters. Now, is there any issues to like digging that deep, like on your body and going that deep? Because I like I know you're not underwater, so you're not pressure. But is there any like negative effects? Yeah, that air. Would... <laughs> 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 Touche, touche. <laughs> Goddamn air. You'd have to have some insane exhaust systems going working down there. Yeah. No, ask, ask the people from the Matrix. They did fine. Oh, yeah, all the mole cities. Yeah, living yeah. at Zion. They were doing Zion's all right. The they were having the big old raves and, and orgies and stuff, and they seemed all right. They had, like, CO2 scrubbers, and they had filtration, and I'm sure they had a whole bunch of stuff that generates oxygen and shit. You need all so realistically, they're like as much as it's like okay, well maybe they're underground because of the heat and stuff. But the other thing would be to get the all the air to the bottom of that base would be crazy. Well, you, I mean, if you had if you had a nuclear reactor, you got unlimited power. You could really power some good exhaust systems. I'm sure. I guess so, but dude, that's like a that's like a old '90s like action movie waiting to happen. You know, core meltdown at the. If, Nine miles below the earth at the secret base, right? Oh, no, the elevator shafts are blown. We've got to take the stairs. <laughs> no, they'd be like, wait, where is it? The middle of Australia. In the middle of fucking nowhere. Ah, forget it. Never forget mind. It. <laughs> Build a new base. The <laughs> the deepest gold mine or deepest mine still operational in the world ranges between 3.1 and 3.8 kilometers below the surface of the earth in Johannesburg. So we are working, like you said, the military's 10 years ahead of us. At the moment, there's operational mines running half of the, I guess, the depth of what it's claimed Pine Gap. So it's not outrageous that it couldn't happen. The only thing was having excavating something that big. Where do you put where does the, dirt? the dirt? Yeah, where do you put the dirt? <laughs> Half of us, like half of bloody oh, no. Western Australia and Northern Territory. It goes on the base. Haven't you guys that's ever what... seen Naked Gun? It all goes on the baseball field. No, it's not. That's what Uluru is. Oh, that's the rock. <laughs> they just fused it there. They're just like pushing up from below. Making oh. it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Because Uluru is uh, not far from Pine Gap. No, Uluru is probably, I'm not sure exactly. Let me do a little uh, search for you. Let me get back to you. I got a Google Earth here right here. Because I was in Uluru. And it, I stayed in Alice Springs to like start my tour or start my trek, and it was I, I don't remember remember being very far outside the city. Now, did you hear when you were there traveling? Like, did you hear about Pine Gap? Is it is this like a widespread known thing in Australia, or is it like I had no about until I came here, started oh. chatting to you boys. To no, honest, yeah. when I was there, I did not. Well, I mean, I wasn't really. I mean, I loved aliens and stuff, but I was not. I was playing. I was in college. I was just drinking way too much to care about anything else. <laughs> okay, so I got Uluru is... We are four, five hours away. Oh, 460 yeah. Ks. No, so yeah, Pine, Pine Gap is close. northwest of Alice Springs, and Uluru is southwest by Pine four Pine Gap's hours. southwest of Alice Springs. What? Pine Gap's north? Nope. No? Nope. Oh, okay, well... Alice Springs is at it upside down. down because of yeah, I got the, I got the map backwards here. I got the map backwards. Alice Springs is Byron. North Byron east. naturally looks at his map upside down. You <laughs> <laughs> okay. fuckers. Okay, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's still, still a little ways away, but 
There we go. We, we've come across a theory that uh, got a whole civilization of lizard people living in Pine Gap. Got a nuclear reactor, all the energy they need, powering spaceships, powering doors that can close at incredible speeds, regardless of what you guys say, of course. And, uh, <laughs> I'm still, I, that's the most dis- <laughs> unbelievable thing to me in the world. I'm just saying, I in my life have never seen a big door ever move. Are you a door s- expert? I'm trying to, uh, like, no, I'm trying to think I, in my head, I'm like, I'm saying, picturing it in my head. 90 seconds, I think they could do it if it were two doors, like, closing. These guys but he, can tra- dude, traverse. you would hear that shit. You would hear it. You'd be sitting there, like, watching this UFO, and you'd hear this, like, half quarter elevated doors. They closed pretty bloody quick. We didn't say how far away they were either. Yeah. Elevator doors? Listen here. Listen here, brothers. You got these craft that operate silently, defying gravity, and you don't think they can use the same tech to make a door close silently. Listen, if they're doing portals, if they're doing portals, why they need to open doors? That's what I'm saying. Hide. To fucking you hide. You can't do the portals indoors. Yeah. Why you can't get the portal, portal from into inside the to outside? Maybe you can't. Maybe you need some type of energy from the ionosphere and it doesn't doesn't penetrate the granite rock bed of the basin. I, I don't know. I'm just telling... You just say... They, <laughs> they have to be able to close these motherfucking doors silently if they can fly craft with anti-gravity. Oh, listen. Anti-gravity. Someone send me... Red Mercury. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Element you're never going to find a big door Element video. 115. Yeah. Telling you, <laughs> that's what they used to power Hydrogen doors. Three. That's, that's what they used for the anti-gravity crafts. <laughs> that's great. Uh, anything else on Pine Gap? Well, there's, a, co- there's a couple more theories we can uh, maybe touch it. on. Let's do. Yeah, let's go into them. What about one of the theories that it's some type of research station for alternate dimensions? There was a guy wrote a book, Richard Sauter. In this book, Underground Bases and Tunnels, which he stated the bases operate in alternate dimensions. How would you do like so <laughs> could you imagine trading notes with your like alternate version self? <laughs> Maybe that's what he's doing. <laughs> was it Interstellar? Uh, like, the movie or uh, like that? Oh yeah, where it reaches out, touches, but it's really just them. He's doing a little fucking Like, sand. oh man, like we got donuts today in the break room. Like, you guys get donuts? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Is that the one with the guy that was a um, a Mars fucking military guy? Was that a different one? With a portal, he's going oh, to so from Mars? That's the last theory is that it's oh, a CIA portal experiment. Well, portals. Got the portals of the craft. Coming back, yeah. Uh, it's one of the strangest conspiracy claims, though, is that the CIA are, suge- are suggesting time travel experiments and super soldier programs that take place on Mars. So they're like, this is a connection between Earth and Mars where they are got their secret space program. And this guy, Richard Sauter, he's the same, pretty much the same guy. Whistleblower Rich Hansen, this guy was, he claims to be part of this program. Kind of like a Corey Goods part of the secret space program and been revert, like age regress therapied. So now and he says this. He says the same thing. I don't think he says age regression, but he claims that he was he, the the um, bloody military guy. Yeah, he left for Mars military service for a time through a portal in Australia. Australia is what he claimed, and that portal was to be Pine Gap. Okay, I'm just, and I'll say it again: the second that one of these guys who has said they've they've been teleported to Mars and stuff, and they can remember being to Mars. 
the second one of these guys like gets on a range or something and like shows me some like military like muscle memory tactics of like shooting or you know what i mean they're like i've never trained but somehow my brain just remembers this and they're like load a gun like my muscle memories just remembered that because like if you were training with a pistol all the time and then like i went to mars and i trained with the pistol all the time i i shoot quite regularly um, I'm just saying if all of a sudden like you were like I got to keep my memories but I was just age regressed and then like back to when I was 10 I would be a fucking impressive 10 year old with a fucking pistol <laughs> I'm telling you people would be like holy shit God, man that kid's damn. pretty good with a pistol and I'd be like yeah I used to shoot it on Mars <laughs> that's where I learned no, and that, remember. and then, and then people would be like, "Oh, but these guys, all they do is they come up, they're like, yeah, I was there, and they're like, prove it.' They're like, I'm like, first off, all these guys do not look like grizzled, like Mars war veterans who have seen, you know, insectoid battles. How do you know? Have you seen one before? No, but <laughs> no, it's true. I know right, you're trying enough. to say though, you're expecting someone who looks more fucking jacked military style. They don't look like Michael Ironsides in Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> exactly. what I want. <laughs> okay. Yes, I, I'm just saying they're like they'd have some sort of skill. Like, I just can't imagine that the Mars War is so easily fought that like you can send people with no training at all. Looks like they've been in the office for fucking yeah pushing pencils, <laughs> and it's like push too many all what they oh they only send field analysts like. Yeah, right? like so, I can't go to Mars. I'm an analyst. Yeah, <laughs> these guys, these guys are all look like pencil pushers, and you, I just, oh, and then they're like, no, I was in battles with the insectoids and the reptoids and fighting them. I'm like, you don't, you're not really, you know, selling that part to me. If you were like, I was there to study the rocks on Mars, I'd be like, okay, yeah, mm. fair enough, all right. But I like that that you know, well, that would make sense, you know, Australia. It's it's hot like Mars. It's shitty like Mars. Well, not hot like Mars, but the climate, like the red dirt and like just yeah. barren and dry, makes sense. Kind of, right? so be a good training training point for it. So why not a portal there, right? Why not if it, you got? What a do we know so far? Mars sucks. Australia sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any place with red dirt sucks. sucks. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> you ever play in that red dirt when you kid and you find some? the worst oh, it's never it's comes out I grew up called Thorpedale had um, good spuds good fucking potatoes good spuds yeah because it was uh, all volcanic but it was red as shit and like we'd go play footy there and we're the way jersey so you'd have like red shorts fucking stained just like <laughs> the dirt just got everywhere and it wouldn't come out so fine and shit fucking annoying <laughs> but you, you still had white uniforms I'm sure yeah well <laughs> no not afterwards no I mean like they always make white uniforms. Same in baseball. They always make white uniforms. People slide. Oh, yeah. And it's covered in dirt. Like, why don't you just make a brown? Yeah. Pants brown. Stupid. Yeah. I always wondered that. There's some, I think there's some secret to getting those those stands out. There's some, yeah, some sort of MLB, like, seek, prepare, <laughs> proprietary Probably. formula for getting those stains out. I always wonder how they do it. And, Byron, you had one more you wanted to toss at us? Well, yeah, look, it's, all yeah. the conspiracies are done. I can tell you guys the truth now. Like that's, we'll let everyone know. This is why you've oh, really brought finally. me on here. Okay. So everyone's watched the Truman Show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Australia. That's we Australia. all know Australia's bullshit. 
Pine Gap is just the headquarters for the station, for the production crew. Dude, that's where Australia is filmed from. And okay, I'm probably going to get fucking caught saying this and let you guys all know. Last podcast. Um, yeah, you may not see me again, but it's it's just the headquarters for the production crew. And again, American budget. They're filming it. And that's that's what it is. Done. They it don't makes, air a lot sense. of it over here, though. Then, eh? <laughs> hey, you guys talk. We're talking about it, are we not? Uh, yeah, I you guess hear so. about all these deadly animals in Australia. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> just little like robots running around. There's nothing there. It's Bunch all fake. It's yeah. all some big like Thunderdome. What was that? Oh, there's all these fires and floods and everything else. It's just trying to get the news going. <laughs> Mad Max is actually what is going on in Australia right now. Yeah, <laughs> actual documentaries. They're not not yeah. movies. No, they're movies. Yeah. Exactly. So what you're saying is it's a lawless wasteland, like Mad Max. And like the Australia that we see is just perpetuated by Pine Gap. Exactly. And it's like the movie Death Race, I imagine. Well, see, mm-hmm. you, you're saying it's a silly fucking name because it's the production crew's name. Like that's what the production company's called. They're called Pine Gap. <laughs> Pine Gap Productions. That's why I sound like so it. shit. Like, hey, you, you, know, it. you know what though? On that point, one thing we didn't mention is one thing that's guaranteed, like 100% true is Pine Gap has a insane amount of processing power for the computers. That that's everywhere I read. There's like, yeah, conspiracies aside, this place has so many fucking computers and processing power to like handle all their data, and that data is just for the reality show. So they broadcast around the world. Fuck the satellites. In all, like my final thoughts on Pygot, what I think's going on there, I do think there's some dodgy shit. Hundred percent. What I think it is is I think they are collecting data there at. That, like you can't even imagine the stuff that probably runs through that facility that they have on you and I wouldn't even be surprised if like this stream if they you know, want our webcam feeds all this stuff is running through there and no. they just don't tell anyone they're like we actually see fucking everything anything that's connected to a device connected wirelessly we see it all. Like, it doesn't matter. We hear the audio. We see the video. You're like, your camera's never really off. I wouldn't be surprised in the slide if it's, if it's something that like that. And that's why there's so much processing power. And that's why it's so valuable for intelligence agencies to have these strategic bases to pick up the like entire hemisphere of data. Well, for sure. I mean, they're not, they're obviously not, they cannot listen and watch and stream everything that's happy on the internet. But if they have a target, all that power directed like to find that target yep. would be like no wonder they fucking can pinpoint drone drone strike someone from halfway around the world, like within like a three foot precision. I'm <laughs> talking like, like to bring it back, Mission Impossible shit. Like they got fucking, we're detecting his voice on this cell phone. It's just fucking bing, 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 enhance, enhance, enhance. There he is right there. Yeah, that's what I mean. So if they have a target and they find out what his device, like the IP address is, or they can like triangulate, then they could use. <clears throat> or even like face scanning or like keywords yeah. and stuff like that. And like Dude. you said, and then like the um, surveillance cameras and just CCTV. Put that phone down. They're gonna going to get you. Off. Yeah. I'm saying if you have your phone up, I bet this facility, if they target it and can pick up the signal, I bet they can look at your device's like exterior camera Possibly. while you're talking on it. Turn it on. I don't think, you know, like, I think when we say, like, oh, cameras need to be turned on, we have this, like, idea of, like, a light needs to come on or something needs to happen, but, like, they're always on. 
Well, they're not always right. may not always be on, but they're always connected to that. They're not disconnected from the device, right? They're always they're available. All, yeah, it's always available yeah. if nothing else. Man, because you, you you see read so many of those stories like of people who are like they snoop and they'll turn on people's webcams and shit, and that's just like normal, not normal people, but like normal computer. Computer savvy people could figure Normal out. Normal people, what the fuck are you doing at your house, there, buddy? <laughs> people know shit about you things. guys. Should all cover your webcams. You're a bunch of disgusting pigs. <laughs> I'm gonna angle mine up a little bit. <laughs> Dan, what do you think about Pine Gap? Uh, I believe that Pine Gap is part of Project Echelon, which was originally a secret government program uh, for surveillance. And it is part of a UK-USA security agreement, which is an agreement between Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom, and they are known as the Five Eyes. God damn. That sounds terrifying. Because it's real. Yeah. <laughs> so everything we said is true. They, they'll get you if they want to. I mean, you do need a lot of data. You do need a lot of processing power to, to go through all of that data like you said so all those communications but it's not just like more than likely again yeah you have to have a specific target to to find what you want and them being able to do that is probably spot on so if they want to be able to uh you know sneak into somebody's cell phone conversations of somebody who's uh leaving on a certain military convoy or even if they want to pick up the the targeting data of a a long range missile test or something like that, they can do it. It's possible. I agree like with being that. able to, to pick up telemetry data to, and uh, being able to, uh, you know, comb through emails, whether they're commercial or military is not beyond. It's not beyond a thing. The everyday citizen, they probably don't give a fuck. Probably like not. they really don't care because it's too much stuff to go through to be like, they want to know what, what exactly what you're doing. And when there's like, however many people have, so how many cell phones are there in the world? I don't know. Jesus. 4 billion or something. Oh, right. Listen, and how many people do they have made in this guessing. one base? How many what? How many people would they possibly be manning this one base? There's no way that somebody would be coming through all no. of your data to be like, I'm going to watch That's this. That's what dude I mean. Jerk it, it, it would have to be like keyworded and flagged. Like you couldn't or a direct do or a direct yeah. target. Like they're looking for a yeah, key thing yeah. or an area or like, okay, we're targeting this city. We can do so much. Our, our, like our bandwidth is so much. We can, you know, go through, we can monitor 300,000 people, at least their calls. And if there's any keywords of, what, whatever they're looking for yeah like that right pa yeah passive passive uh information gathering i'm sure they can do yeah. no problem for sure. like it's not going to be you know snowden has put that stuff out it's been around since like 2015 that they've put out these kinds of things and we know about it like people do know about it and it's like yeah cover up your webcams be responsible you know if you don't want people you know don't have privileged conversations you know out in the air if you don't if you don't want somebody yeah getting on to you so it's i mean it's just kind of you know we live in an age where this stuff is possible where there's almost no i guess you could say there's almost no privacy anymore so it's only gonna get worse seems that way uh, uh maybe maybe not <laughs> byron what do you think what's pine gap you know what i'm down with the whole um surveillance 
criteria. Talking like if there was more than that going on, I don't think we would be able to easily see images of it. Okay, we're assuming that that Google Google Earth Google Maps view of Pine Gap is legit. Um, but I don't think that there's enough security measures around it for it to be any more than what we know as just a top secret surveillance shit. Satellite processing It sounds to me like it has the best protection, though. It has robotic flies that suck the moisture out of your body. (laughs) You're right. Hundreds, billions, and billions, and billions, and billions of flies. That's what they have. That just suck you dry of like moisture. It's, yeah. No, I'm Dead. down. I'm down. I agree with everything about the whole surveillance thing. Um, there's books released about. And I was ch- I was listening to the one guy, David uh, Rosenberg. Uh, he's he wrote the book in the Pine Gap or inside the Pine Gap. Uh, he was there for I think almost ten years uh, working there in American. And is he is- the guy that fell in love and had to get permission to get married? Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yeah, <laughs> that was him. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, and he had to ask, and the uh, everyone at Pine Gap because he had to ask for permission, and then he's it tells their concern that- not because they're controlling. Their concern is that whatever they're doing there is so secretive that they're worried that uh, some sort of operative has compromised him to get information from him. So they basically have to check her background, and they'd be like, "Yeah, she's clear." Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's that's the thing you're saying that he had to ask all like secretly ask all this information from her. He's like, oh, it's just for um, I forget what he told her, but basically he's trying to get all this information from her to hand on to those to his employer, and so he could marry them, just so she could, they could check her out to make sure she's not fucking super secret spy or some shit. And yeah, leaking information. So. But he's got a whole book on it. You can look it up and have a um, have a read of that. And again, but like within the book, he had to run that by them all his information that he was sharing to make sure that it, they were okay with it, and he didn't get as a result of information yeah. reading out. But yeah, I, I agree. Just spy shit. Spy shit. Spy shit. Yeah. So he didn't get suicided. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Not hanging out like some other people. Yeah. Oh, not too soon. Good, good little job. Right. Um, and Zell, did you have? Do we already go around the horn? Final thoughts? I kind of jumped in on top of yours, pretty much. Okay, so we're all good. Uh, why don't we do? Why don't we fire up the randomatron? But first, before you fire that up, can we do the metron now? I can't find it. You, Where do, where'd you send it? Send it to the email. No. Yeah, I did. Hundred percent. If you look at the emails where we sent all the, uh. It's it's right under my better help one. Ask Pine Gap. They've got oh, it now. Oh, there see. it is. Let's pull that up. But um, why don't we load up the randomatron first, and then you can queue that up. We'll do that right after. Okay, let's get the randomatron going. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Boom. This is a fan submission. Nice. Uh, this is, oh, this person's the best. Yes. So this is Natalie Burton. Natalie, thank you, Natalie. Um, 
When I was in third grade, we moved to another state. My dad was starting his residency and was pretty much never home. So it was mostly just my mom and I. My parents had rented a house off of a man whose mother had passed away recently. She didn't die in the house, but it was his childhood home and it hadn't been touched since the 50s or 60s. It was a very small three-bedroom with a small living room when you walked in. Then a kitchen off to the side. From the kitchen was a door to a fully furnished basement. A fully finished basement. The basement had a cool bar in it and was pretty much the reason my parents rented the house. The basement was completely open aside from a small unfinished portion where the laundry was. And off of the laundry room was the creepiest room of all. It was small and I assume it had been used as a workshop back in the day. But the landlord had piled up all his mother's old furniture in there until he could find a place to put it. Shortly after moving in, things started to get weird. Oh no. It started with my dog at the time, who would seemingly out of nowhere jump up and run to the basement door to start barking. Shortly after that, my mom pretty much refused to do laundry without my dad being home because she didn't like being in the basement by herself. Have you ever run up a set of stairs because it felt like someone was coming up after you? Listen, I don't. Isn't that how everyone walks yeah. up any stairs? <laughs> that's how I walk up every single set of stairs I've ever walked go, up. Go. Yeah, I'm up them. Like and something's chasing. One quick check and then up you go. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's dark, like full sprint. Well, that was always the case here. It got to the point that my mom would wedge a tension rod, like a shower curtain rod, between the basement door and the side of the kitchen cabinets, making it impossible for the door to open. Eventually, my parents would start joking about the man in the basement, and he just became part of the house. Any crack or creak, or if our dog would start barking, someone would just kind of jokingly yell out for him to go back to the basement. Oh, that's fucking creepy. You don't oh. joke about that shit. That's your first mistake. No, man. Dude, that's the first mistake. You're, whatever that thing is, you're giving it power, man. Yep. By... by Acknowledging its existence, you're giving it power. Uh, one day, my mom was setting up for a party, and because she was down there, I decided to play in the basement, which ended up in me falling asleep. Oh, rookie mistake. Oh. Rookie mistake, Natalie. Mistake. Jeez. Uh, I had a dream, but trust me, it was one of those dreams that feels very real, considering I still remember it 20-something years later. Uh, that I was playing with a little girl, and she also really liked Barbies. While we were playing, I asked her if she wanted to see my room to play with my Barbies. She told me that she couldn't go, pointed at the old workshop room, and said, he won't let me go upstairs. Oh, oh no. So they give me shivers. Ooh. I don't like this. I'm scared to continue reading. How much more than one? Let me lock the door. Ah. Uh, I told my mom about this, and she convinced me that it was nothing more than a dream. Well, we lived in that house for almost five years and experienced a lot of classic haunted house occurrences. Doors opening, TVs turning on, etc. Eventually, when I was a teenager, I jokingly made a reference to the man and the little girl in the basement of our old house. My mom said that she was never going to tell me back then, 
but that she would often be shaken in the middle of the night, thinking it was me trying to wake her up. Oh, fuck. Dude, it's giving me the fucking heebie-jeebies. When she would follow me out of her room, I was... When she would follow me out of her room, I was still sound asleep in my bed. She said that about a year before we moved out, she was talking to one of our elderly neighbors and asked about the old mother that used to live in our house. The neighbor told her that back in the 50s when our landlord was really young, he had an older sister who was out riding her bike in the street. That day, their dad came home from work, didn't see her, and ran her over. Oh! Shortly after this, his father committed suicide. The mother oh. refused to leave the house until her son forced her into a nursing home in, a, in the late 90s. Oh. Jesus. Goosebumps. That is so creepy and Ugh. sad and terrifying. Yeah, all oh, of that. Yay, yay. That's like a mongoose file, but paranormal. Oh, dude, that's one of those so ones true. where it's like a trap. Like you have a tor- like a tortured soul, and then that soul, because of like the tremendous guilt of like, you know, killing his own daughter, is like now almost like overprotective of the other spirit, like not letting it pass, like won't let it leave its basement. Got to stay with me. Got to protect it. That's Doesn't want to lose that, it again. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's some, whoa, that's creepy. Anyways, that's the story about how I lived in a haunted house for five years. Love you guys. Fuck Natalie. That. Jesus Christ. Thanks, Natalie. That was, that Thanks, was Natalie. a great Crazy story. Story. I'm not sleep oh. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch something funny after this. You're full fucking, I you see that. Full yeah. bloody goosebumps. Yeah, Jesus dude, Christ. that I've got. I was giving me the shivers. Good thing I got Rick and Morty episode seven to watch tonight to take my mind off of it. <laughs> now, uh, let's uh, first off before we do the meat Zell, pop your hat off for a second, like this. Oh yeah, yeah. Shave oh, that look at that oh guy. I didn't even notice Clean. it. Shave that baby right down yeah. with a three mil. Yeah, what this happened is, is when Zell gets out in the sun too much, he starts to burn. And first thing that burns off is his hair. <laughs> it just <laughs> fries. It's like they, uh, have you ever seen the smell those, is terrible. Have you ever yeah, seen those so videos bad. of uh, there's certain fields sometimes that get full of pollen and then they do controlled burns and it just incinerates yeah. off the ground. But yeah. then the grass is left perfectly green. Yeah. That's what happens in my head, but my hair gets burned completely off and my scalp is fine. Just actually looks pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, good. You got it nice. Bulbous head. It's a nice shape. You know Good what? Dime. You know Good what? The, the hair has been slowly going back over the last five, six years. Oh, and, same and, as me. And I go, I, you got to get you got to get used to a bald head, uh, like your shape of your head as a as a baldy. Mm-hmm. So you just got to do yeah. it every once in a while. And well, I'm saying some people don't have the head for it. Some people you see them bald and you're like, yeah. "What's going on with that head there, bud? That's a weird shaped head." But I agree with you, Zell. You've got to you got to cut early. So you got to start. Yeah. Like I started start at a three. Go. I'm now at a two. I'll be I'll be with you soon, Zell, with number one. Like I hate. I did. I was Zell's doing number one a, all Zell's got summer. a nice round potato head. Like he's yeah. got like. <laughs> you shut your face, Dan. Ooh. You shut your fucking face. I'm, that's how you I'm get, coming that's through the mic. Come through the mic, Dan. Killed. I will eat your ass. I'm not gonna let my babies die, Joe. I'm not gonna my family die. Pig babies, Joe. Uh, let's get into the Mitra. Do you have it queued up now? Can we? All right, Mitra for last month's Patreon supporters at ten dollars or more, getting you some custom swag bag. Here we go. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
Ryan Villardo. Nice. You know who that is? That's uh, what's his Discord name? Lizard Man. I think it's Lizard Lizard King Lizard King or Lizard, lizard King. Cave Reptiles. That guy's the legit Lizard King. At, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is the Lizard King. He. If anyone is gonna make contact with the reptilians, is that guy. Mm-hmm. He'll broker a peace between reptile if, and man. If anyone's a Slytherin, it's him. Yeah. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Guys speaking uh, to snakes left and right. Ryan, congratulations! Uh, I've already been ta- I've already been talking to him, so he he knows he won already. Uh, we're gonna get some swag down to you, um, and I'll probably send something for your wife too, just because I like you guys. We met you, awesome people. Been supporting the show a long uh, time. Met them at LA last year. Great times. Uh, we're had by all uh, this month's meat draw winner. There you go. Oh yeah. If you want to be a, entered in the meat draw, you're wondering how do I get my name in the meat draw. Well, it's easy. You go to patreon.com slash alien theorists podcast and subscribe for $10 or more per month. But you don't have to go per month. You can just do it once. You do it once and you're going to be in the draw for the next following month. Only little as $10. The more, I, I also scale it up. So you got you have a better chance to win if you're in one of the higher tiers. But so far... I've it's majority has been $10 winners and a couple 25s, but, uh, yeah. So get on Patreon and not only do you get entered in the draw, you get wicked, basically another full podcast, a bunch of, you get a bunch of small podcasts that we do all the time. And you're going to get this show ad free. Oh, (laughs) Oh, COVID strikes the alien theorists. Yeah, this was all our big plan from the get-go when we came up with uh, big COVID. It was yep. all to so we could line up, start lining up ads. It was all so I could uh, lose my job and all my clients <laughs> and then have to charge guilt-free. for ads. <laughs> guilt-free. Yeah, so then we guilt-free put ads on the show. Uh, so ads are coming. Uh, listen. People are going to be like, wait, you said never going to do ads. I was like, yeah, I did say that. You know what? Things change. <laughs> so- you, know what? you know what? When we first said that, we were probably really drunk. And this was it was two years ago. And that was when we really didn't think uh, we had any business being full-time podcasters. <laughs> no. For the record, I never said Dan, that. Yeah, Dan. Dan, Dan never Dan, said anything either way. He so he's I had 100% one. faith in this podcast from the beginning. I was like, we're going to get big. Yeah. Dan was only on every other one or every third one. So And he said, the second you have me on full time, we better retalk these ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never uh, said anything about it. I said yeah. I just knew you guys were gonna eat those words at some point. You know what? Yeah. We were drunk and high and you know what? In a perfect world, I would love to do no ads ever, but ninety seven percent of people listen to the show are a bunch of motherfucking freeloaders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just kidding. Truth That's the juice. world we live in. You get stuff for free, but you got to listen to some ads. If you're supporting us on Patreon, you get no ads and a whole bunch of bonus stuff. And, and nothing's going to change for you guys, nothing's gonna for change. you beauties. Most of our Patreon supporters and like our big supporters on Discord, we've kind of been hinting this isn't happening. And we kind of did the soft one with the uh, with the uh, Amazon. But we'll, eh, we'll, we'll talk about the Amazon, that one in after, after hours, after how, hours. How better where we are. But, uh, you know, it's coming and it's, uh, it's going to help us 
get the show better to a better spot. So and it, it's only going to make it better for everyone. So no, we love everyone listening to the show. It's, you know what? Most people don't pay for anything and that's just the way the world we live in. And it's, just the way. it's totally fine. Um, let's read some Zell. Why don't you make up some names? I'm going to make up a couple names here. Attaboy. Patreon supporters this week. The God. The God is supporting us. Attaboy. Nice. That's Neat. all. Okay. So <laughs> the God is all depending on oh, no. who's your the God. But new supporter. Thanks, Buddha. Thanks, <laughs> Thor. <laughs> Richie Spencer. James Barnett. Savannah Mitchell. No, Savannah Michelle. Dylan Baker. <laughs> AJ Santos. Esme Phoenix. That's a good name. Storm Blessed. Cool. Sebastian Solberg Carlson. Matthew Simpson. And those are all the new supporters this week. Thank you very much. You, you. I also have Ooh. a Theorite of the Week. Everyone give it up for Amanda, or known as Twisted Anomaly on Discord. She is our now our website intern. Sick. <laughs> Doing stuff that we don't know shit about. I put a little I put Yay. a I put a little call to action out to see if we anyone wanted to help us out with the website. We had a couple people try and charge us way too much, and then a couple people who didn't pan out, and she's just graduating with some I'm not sure exactly where her degree is, but some type of media arts website design and the, and the like. So she's going to help us out as an intern. Perfect. The well, best thing about it, like doing helping us, I would say is that you could write that you literally did anything on your resume and we will give you a reference for that. That's what I said to her. I was like, listen, we can't pay yet, but if you need a reference or like yeah. anything cover letter, fuck you, you she should name say, it. She should say she's the director of the show. And manager of talent Dude. and writer you writes all the say, jokes. You want to I say really like, yeah, you guys probably told him we will one hundred percent have Dan write you like a three page glowing reference. <laughs> yeah. Do you want Dan to write your thesis paper? He will do it. <laughs> yeah. For fun. For fun in the spare time. Now that he's a maester, do you want to become a maester? Dan will do it for you. <laughs> become knighted. Dan, you can you can you can chain people, right? Do you still do that? Do maesters do that? Yes. You can like give them their maester's chain. Oh, I thought you yes, something still else. happens on, okay. on rare occasions. Yeah, okay. Um, Zell, you got a band of the week? No band of the week this week. Got a couple in the works, but they didn't get quite get their songs in. If you're a band that sent your stuff in and I never played it, please send it again because it gets lost. Send it to alientheorists at gmail.com with express permission to be able to use your song on the show. So I can fight any type of copyright charge YouTube throws at me. And you got, well, stipulation. You can't be signed. No cheaters. Unsigned bands trying to make it, such as myself. So that's all. That's it for me this week. Anything else? Thanks for having me. Byron. Oh, yeah. You won't see back, Byron, Byron for five months because season, <laughs> season five of Apex Legends comes out tomorrow and uh, he's gone. That's it. That and Pine Gap's got me now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we didn't even talk about the video, like the, the TV series Pine Gap. Oh, there is a TV series Pine Gap had one season. It was canceled. You can check it out if you want. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch it. Mm. All right. As we always say at the end of these things, oh, if you want to catch After Hours, got to be on that Patreon. But we're going to After Hours. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace. Woo.